0: Let's
1: go. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Benchtown TV. I am Paul, and with me today are Kathleen and producer Dave. We're here to talk about Rick and Morty season five, episode three A Rick Convenient Truth. And Kathleen is here to be on her first Rick and Morty episode. And I got to say, I wish it was a better one for you, Kathleen.
0: Yeah, I'm here. Also, I don't think that's the title of the episode. I think it's Rick A Rick and- Convenient Mort.
1: No, nope, that's totally what it is. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm, <laughs> mi- I'm mixing <laughs> that's up. Said,
0: that's that's me, baby. I'm here to correct you. Yeah, bitch. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> I was saying <laughs> no. the actual uh, uh in inconvenient truth. Yeah, never seen it. I have no idea how it relates to this episode. But right. Yeah, I'm sorry. Thank you, Kathleen. No A Rick convenient more.
0: Yeah, I'm happy to be here with the boys. Um, I'm like a very I've seen every Rick and Morty episode once. So I'm just here for some commentary and to talk very basic shit. But these boys are the experts. I just miss them so much. So I want (laughs) to hang out because they're so ha- handsome we
2: love having you here just curiously out, out of curiosity what is your favorite episode of the new season so far like one two or
0: three? oh my god the decoy episode is fucking incredible okay. <laughs> it's just so smart i can't believe it it blows my mind that's, that's <laughs> what
2: like after talking it through i realized that it was like such a genius episode i still think personally episode one's my favorite but
1: no yeah i, yeah, I was saying on about episode two there wasn't as many jokes, but the writing itself was enough to carry it. Mm -hmm. I feel like this one, it was just kind of like, there was a more serious tone to it. And
0: I mean, listening to you guys talk through episode two as well, there's so much, so much hidden in it that once you dive deep, it's like, these people are just, unbelievable their brains work in ways that we could never imagine i'll tell you
2: right now we don't have nearly as many easter eggs as we did in any other episode like this episode just straight up was just like there wasn't anything to uncover here to be honest like there's not gonna be much for us to talk about
0: i will say i love when i watch something animated whether it's family guy or whatever it is and I can guess who the act voice actor is, which is amazing. So right off the bat, Allison Brie is Plantina, <laughs> which is great because Dan Harmon did community. Allison Brie is a big community. And then um, what's her name from American Pie and a Cinderella story? Because that's who Daphne is, you know, the big woman with the big tits. She's Stifler's mom. Yeah, that's Daphne for sure,
1: 100%. And then
0: Stu Buscemi is Eddie, yeah, which is great. And I love being able to call that out, so that was a fun thing for me this episode. I'm like, oh, shit. like it's so obvious, I love that. You, hello,
1: baby. hello, yeah,
0: yeah, right.
1: All right, um,
0: but I didn't like Planetina,
1: oh, no, damn. I don't, I, Gag. It's, it's funny you
2: say that because as I read the uh Reddit for this, like someone's like, can't wait to see Planetina again. Ew. <laughs>
1: I think we will. Just how it ended, I feel like she will come back. I think
2: she'll come back. Maybe her and Mister Nimbus get it on at some point. That's what I was. Nice. Yeah, thinking about that. But no, for the I'm reading the Reddit. I'm going through the Reddit right now to see if there's anything they caught that we missed. Uh, Not really, but it seems like everyone's in the same agreement that this is like one of the weaker episodes of the entire series, which I will kind of agree with. Like I didn't. This I I will always enjoy watching a Rick and Morty episode, but like this one, I will probably no rewatch value for me personally.
1: Yeah, I mean, like you just said, it all Rick and Morty episodes are good TV because Rick and Morty is just the writing standard, mm-hmm. or so high. But yeah, I don't know. This one's bottom of the list here for me personally but everybody has their own opinions I, I was reading some people this is like my favorite episode ever Yeah, one person comments this is
2: one of the best episodes of the whole series and I'm just like
0: what that <laughs> person's like main thing in life has to be climate change then you know what I mean <laughs> like it has to be because that's the whole point of the episode
2: a Captain Planet like whatever shit
0: yeah. yeah
2: that is fucking amazing
0: <laughs> yeah big tree hugger but Yeah, real, cycle
2: but real quick before we get into it it's obviously this whole episode like you Said, is a mashup between uh, Al Gore's Inconvenient Truth uh, documentary and a crossover between uh, Captain Planet like it's a 1990s like superhero cartoon show about like saving the earth basically so it's kind of a, a play on those.
0: I didn't like the A or the B plot really. I mean, the B plot, which is Summer and Rick, is is fine, and it's a good. Luke's not on this episode, but he was saying that in the decoy episode, they kind of seemed like from episodes one to two, they were like Summer rocks, and then in episode two, they're like fuck you, Summer. So she's they're back on the Summer train.
2: (laughs) So I I'm was sorry. actually going to mention that, too. I think it was because it was a decoy family that was saying, oh, like, fuck you, Summer, like, roasting her. Oh, that it didn't nice. technically count as, uh, like, them oh. like, hating on yes. Summer anymore. So I think we are currently on the page that, like, Summer is one of the homies now,
1: you know?
0: Love that.
2: Definitely. I do too. I do, too.
1: Definitely one of the homies, but... Uh, it, I it, love Summer. Yeah, you guys said it. I mean, the decoy family, I guess they didn't have that bonding, growing time with yeah, Summer and exactly. having all those crazy adventures. But, mm-hmm. yeah, she is, like, a staple that you can rely on
0: audio c-words
1: yeah she's (laughs) she puts on her 2010 new year's i was gonna ask do
0: you think that's gonna weirdly come in or is that just like a funny stupid thing like the year 2010 i was like i'm clocking that yeah
1: that's interesting (laughs) or that's just her go-to like you know new year's end of the world party
0: you think she said you can suck my bigger tit
1: I did hear that, yeah.
0: Yeah, because they bleep in. I was like, I, she had to have said tit. What else would it have been? Oh
1: yeah, yeah. everybody's got one bigger one.
0: Of course.
2: It's funny Thin. that you heard it bleeped out because I definitely it wasn't bleeped. Out. I don't think the website was, we though. have like says the mm. swear so I didn't hear. How
0: about the mouths for the buttholes? Were they blurred?
2: Mouths, no, but the when the, they the, were li- eating tears.
0: ass, when they were eating ass in the in the um in the spaceship oh. when they're pretending it was blurred for no me way. and the elbows are blurred are you watching elbows,
2: <laughs> in north korea elbows <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm watching on the dvr for cartoon ne- or adult swim adult swim yeah that's, that's just dvr'd that's just very the
2: elbow titties were blurred for yeah us.
0: so the mouths the tongue and the mouths for eating ass we were all blurred and i was like honestly the blurs freaking me out more
1: yeah <laughs> Like, what are they doing with that tongue that yeah. i can't see <laughs> that's amazing though. Yeah. i had no idea all right, yeah, let's just uh jump into it. It starts out great, and, you know, Rick and Morty are coming out of this place to pick up their T-shirts, and their T-shirts are just fucking amazing. It's just Rick and Morty pussy pounders, and just, like, all of a sudden, this acid rain comes out of nowhere, and this weasel up on a flying motorcycle saying, like, oh, like, my acid rain's gonna destroy everything. Basically, it seems like a normal Rick and Morty episode yes. right off the bat. I was like, all right, this guy's gonna, like, diesel weasel he's gonna be here in a lot it was so funny
2: like watching morty struggle to get into the spaceship yeah it's just like he's like he's getting poured acid rain on him and rick's just like dude stop fucking pulling the door as i'm unlocking it like yeah. just like a simple car issue you know yeah, yeah. It's right, funny.
1: try try now try now <laughs> and morty, come on. as soon as the rain hits too rick's like uh protect the t-shirts like that's what's I most valuable it. um and yeah uh this is where planetina comes in and she saves a day, and D's a weasel runs off or whatever. But Morty is just immediately, uh, he's
2: a hornball,
1: bro. Yeah, he's just like, wow, he's like smitten
2: right away. Always, her. yeah, you just there's any feet like somewhat attractive female character, stick a pair of
0: tits like- on something, and he's into it. Yeah, it's yeah. just
2: like that. Um, the one the episode where the planet of they like they have the one day a year where they kill oh, the purge. Oh, yeah, the purge. Yeah. i was like it's the plague is i kept thinking the plague like yeah. with the purge episode he meets that chick
1: season two loves man. her immediately but yeah it turns out to portray him yeah he shoots uh rick in the liver morty she shot me in the liver this is the hardest working liver in the galaxy <laughs> um so yeah this is where planetina like has like the only way you can save the earth is through you and like points at the camera and everything winks and morty immediately is possessed rick throws his his foamy tall boys i don't know what if that's a real thing but that's what he was drinking the entire episode was it was a thing thing called foamies. i have no idea mm. but he throws it out the window and morty's like dude not right in front of her And Rick has a great line like, oh, yeah, because that point zero zero one percent of aluminum, we really needed that. Right. (laughs) Um, So Planetina comes down. That's when they first start talking. And this was amazing because they were saying like, oh, like, yeah, we don't do dairy because that's like cruelty. But, you know, I know this cruelty free donut shop. Okay, let me go ask if uh, Rick wants to go. When he runs over, throws the pussy pounders T-shirt at him, immediately turns. He said he can't come. All right, let's go. (laughs) Jumps in their arm and they go off. Yeah, and then we
2: get the uh, the little bit of backstory on who uh, Planet Tina is. <laughs> this is so funny when they're like four of the uh, world's what is it they call the them? Four young adults
1: representing each ethnicity,
0: each what, major ethnicity. <laughs> what were the
2: major ethnicities? Black, Asian, white, and then what was the last one? Like Russian? Like I don't even know.
0: I Italian,
2: like ginger. Like I was trying to think. Wait, like ginger. who? The white was guy is Italian. Was Asian
0: woman, a black dude.
2: Is British? the white guy Italian?
0: The white guy was like Steve Buscemi's character, Eddie. Uh, Eddie. Okay. He was just like Italian. I would say he's just like Italian. Definitely
2: right? had to be. But yeah. They each have rings that represent the four elements. And when <laughs> you collide them all together, essentially Planetina is forms.
1: Yeah. This is uh Morty showing off this, you know, commercial to, to I think, Beth and Jerry, right? His parents.
2: Yeah. It was everyone just kind of bragging like I have a girl
1: now or like I'm trying to see this girl. Yeah. And Beth is like, how, how old is she? Well, you know, she's an amalgamation of all the elements. So, you know, she doesn't really have an age. AH <laughs> like, OK. And
2: then that's when Rick comes in with the uh, the blueprints. essentially.
1: Yeah. And <laughs> it's so small and there's probably not a deeper meaning behind it. But he has something. And he's like, oh, summer, don't worry. I have something so rictastic. It's going to blow your mind. And then he slams the plans down and just knocks only Jerry's plates off the table. <laughs> oh, my egg plate. And yeah, this is where he says, you know, the three planets, they're all about to be destroyed. And all three planets are having a banger going away party. Um, So I'm going to drug it up and suck it up before the world goes kablammy. Hmm. And I'm taking my favorite granddaughter with me. And he throws on the Pussy Pounders t-shirt, yeah. and it crossed out Morty, and it has Summer. Yeah. And he drew on Morty a ponytail and two little lumps for boobs. I, I just
2: am now noticing that. <laughs> it's so funny.
1: It's amazing.
0: I I didn't love the vibes I was getting between Rick and Summer when they were talking about eating ass. He's like, She's like, I'm going to eat so much ass, you're going to shit. It's yeah. like... <laughs> You're to saying that to your grandpa. It's like freaking me out a little bit. There's a lot of like weird incest pedophileship between the a- a- yeah. alien father and son banging. Rick or Morty, they mention he's a child multiple times with his obviously adult woman. Like, it's like this episode's like, really crossing the line a little bit not that i don't love a line cross yeah but but the, it's just like a some weird vibes like with summer and rick rick would probably be like ooh shut the fuck up yeah i don't that, know about you eating ass
2: that was some like season that reminded me honestly of like season one kind of shit where they would kind of have those moments where it was like him and morty kind of talking about that and then beth or summer would say something in the background they'd be like Ew, summer what you say up. yeah summer but now it's like i guess that's kind of showing
1: you yeah. that summer is now
2: taking Rick's or Morty's place in the one space. of the boys. Yeah, exactly.
0: You know, I love that.
1: Yeah, that's um interesting. Would you like to have an orgy with your grandfather? <laughs> oh, I yeah. personally would not. <laughs> this is where Morty sees that there's a huge forest fire going on um, four four miles away from here. Like, hey mom, can I have a money for the train? She's like, no, you're not going to a forest fire. He's like, come on, this is the biggest forest fire of the year. <laughs> um, and eventually he gets in this argument based says that i'm more mature than you think i am you think every decision i make i just fuck it up which dave was talking about this and he does but he runs away right as summer kind of ignores jerry and goes with rick to these three apocalypse How, what, wait. What, see what did what you say lean see you later see words are...
0: i have the whole quote she's she's heartbroken she's like last time i checked this wasn't russia my heart is broken and i I deserve to let loose. And <laughs> if you don't like it, you can suck my bigger tit. Adios. C words. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so good. And what's crazy too, is if this show takes place in 2020 or whatever, 2021, and she has the 2010 new year's glasses, she's like 17, right? She was seven
1: years old when that yeah. happened. So like. I don't know. <laughs> it's very
0: interesting. I, I yeah. clocked it both times I watched this episode. I was like,
1: <laughs> it's hard to keep track. Yeah. Um, so Morty ends up making it to the forest fire and the new there's a news team there it's tony galapagos whoa, whoa,
2: whoa. he saves a bunny man that's yeah. that's huge, <laughs> that's huge. That <laughs> always planet, hopping that, that catches planetina's eye but go ahead yeah news team
1: uh yeah there's a news team there tony galapagos i don't know if he's <laughs> been in it before but that's his name it's freaking awesome um yeah it's <laughs> they have the weirdest interaction he saves a bunny ah bunnies always hopping, Never stopping. Like what the hell? That was like, just so corny. <laughs> it,
0: it's really weird. This, yeah, this. I don't like anytime Planetina talks. Basically, she her voice is too corny the entire time. She, yeah. it's okay if you're corny, and then obviously she does have her villain moment at the end. But it's like there's not enough. Like she doesn't say a single funny thing the entire episode. Yeah,
1: I agree with that. Yeah, really. And yeah. I get that she's supposed to be her number one priority, saving Earth. So she's like a positive, happy person. But still, like stuff some (laughs) of the stuff she was saying was like come on yeah even morty would be like what the fuck
0: maybe if we saw the source material we would
1: yeah Yeah, so we were talking about this a little bit before Planetina is supposed to be captain planet yeah um basically like a complete rip-off uh has the colors are the same yeah same exact color schemes same idea basically i don't know too much about captain planet to be honest
2: i think maybe that's i guess the play on what you were saying like with her voice like i think it's just like it's supposed to be like because i think if you watch captain planet speak like he's just like happy-go-lucky guy at all times like just very corny kind of but like i don't know though either
0: it's like a walking psa
2: yeah (laughs) but we do get introduced to the four kids from the commercial however they aren't kids now they are full-grown adults and we kind of in this scene get a little bit of a Peek into her personal life of how she's just
1: basically a prop for them. Yeah. Yes. They're basically acting like her manager. is like, oh, like, do you look bigger? Did you eat? Yeah, I had half of a cruelty free donut. Like, <laughs> oh, can't do that.
2: Who's this kid? Is he all right? Is he, is he <laughs> just like, yeah, he's fine. He's Morty, you know. But-
1: and Morty was hesitant to definitely say, like, hey, be my girlfriend because of the kids. He was like, oh, that seems like a lot to handle. But when the news team come over and Tony Galapagos asks Like, hey, who's this? Is he your boyfriend? Morty grabs her hands and says, yes.
0: The confidence. Yeah, the
2: confidence. That's something that we have not seen with Morty, especially with his relationship with... um, Jessica? Exactly. Yeah, Yeah. Jessica.
0: He he was doing... No, yeah, you're right. I think he
2: was playing it a little smooth. I mean, it's still like... I think this is a little bit... I think we do get a little bit of character growth from
0: Morty in this episode,
1: for sure. No Morty will ever be smoother than more that loses all of his toxins and then oh, he becomes right. like the most confident yeah, person, person nicest yeah. person in the world like he's walking through the school parking lot like catches a football throws back like, hey it's up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so this was honestly i know kathleen just said it made her uncomfortable i thought it was like the funniest conversation of the the, sh- the episode probably. Yeah, I
0: probably agree with that, even though it made me a little... <laughs> yeah. It's just the, the vibes felt a little off when you think about it, but... Yeah. Especially when
1: you see their
2: fingers moving yeah. and just like... <laughs> <"Pork out." laughs> <It's>
0: just,
2: <laughs> yeah. But he has... Yeah, I, I see now what you're talking about with the Foamies. They're literally called Foamies boys, and there's like a million of them in the fucking car, so yeah. I don't know if it's like a sponsorship or something, you know? That's but,
1: what I was thinking because every once in a while they'll have the Arby's bag fly by the screen. Yeah. <laughs> they um, should have had a Wendy's yeah i should have um so this is where we get the awesome line rick saying all right here's the goal we're not getting clingy like absolutely no crying and we're here to smacks we're here to smash max ass quantity over quality basically yeah we're going there we're moving from butthole to butthole <laughs> this is little summer i'm gonna eat so much ass you're gonna shit oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then rick's like and, I, and then i'm gonna be over on the other side Oh, sir, your ass hasn't even been eaten yet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're right. That was the best back and forth. The whole the best conversation of the episode. I
0: there. agree with that.
1: Uh, back to Plorty, Planetina and Morty. That's, that's the best couple name I had for them.
2: Plorty. <laughs> yeah,
1: this is where like they're, he's, he's laying down in his bed. They're texting in like, oh, thanks for sending me the flowers. You thought Morty sent her the flowers. Yes.
0: Yes. Yes, the flowers are incredible i yeah.
1: love those it's just morty and it's, he's all smiling in, at this point point. and um all sexiest scene yeah about to be <laughs> uh she they're just like doing like the cheesiest like beginning of relationship talking texting it's like oh, oh i can't sleep like oh open the window a little breath air or fresh air will you know help you goes to open it, she's right there she comes in they start kissing and she was like, yeah, I ditched the kids. I told them I went to recycle batteries. Um, so, yeah, basically they're banging. Well, actually, this is a great time to bring up is. Do you think Morty lost his virginity? Do you think he was a virgin before this? And Did he technically lose it after this? Does Planetina count?
0: After watching. Let me rephrase that. Gone to my head before this episode, if you were to say it's Morty a virgin, I'd be like, no. They've been on so much. I I don't know that he banged a human.
1: Yeah. yeah. See, that could be the the caveat.
2: That was one of the questions I had to Paul. And what I had said was there's one episode. He has sex with that robot uh, machine that gives birth to him having a child. Mm. But that robot was more of like and then me and Paul were kind of talking. But that robot was more of like a sex doll where it wasn't really like. It didn't have sentience. life to it. Yeah, yeah, it didn't have sentience to it. But then we were kind of talking. It's like, OK, like, let's say artificial intelligence is a thing. You have sex with a robot. Does that still count as losing your virginity? Yeah.
1: And that robot did create a son. So he was a father. Can you be a father? without a virgin? Yeah. Can you be a virgin father? Is that-
0: <laughs> if
2: so, he's the first one to be. So
0: immaculate conception. But yeah. Do is- you start
1: a religion behind this
2: guy. <laughs> this is definitely the first time Morty has sex with something living. On screen, at least, because there was also apparently I read this, but I can't accurately quote it. But apparently in that uh, Rick Lantis episode or whatever, when they're get leaving Atlantis, Morty does make a comment about like slamming mermaid puss. I
1: think. Yeah. So again, so, um, not a human. But... <laughs> yeah, it's also a fish. Like, I don't
2: know. So I think
0: for mermaids sure, can make decisions though. Yeah, exactly. Mermaids over robots in the in the sentience. Yeah.
1: Like, yeah. Regardless, definitely. Morty
2: is no definitely one hundred percent no longer a virgin at this point in
1: time. I uh, yeah. I'm gonna go. It's up for debate if they say explicitly in the show Morty is a virgin mm-hmm. after this, I won't be surprised. But I'm gonna go with he's definitely lost his V card.
0: Good for him. Great job. Yeah,
1: yeah. I know.
2: Character growth, baby. Love right it, up.
0: baby. All right.
1: So we're at the first planet that's about to be destroyed. Summer is just getting done banging these two elbow guys. And they're saying like, Hey, this, the, the sun's about to explode. If, if we time it right, we can skeet while the sun explodes. And Summer's like, yeah, okay. But, uh, can you go get my purse? Anything for you, Mrs. Obama love it (laughs) they just run off
0: can you both go get it i love that (laughs) it's so stupid it's like such a not like slick way to be like get the fuck out of here
1: (laughs) she immediately bounces um and meets up with rick in the spaceship but this is where we see the two guys come back with like a hundred purses one of these has got to be hers Mm -hmm. oh she ditched us oh well it's her loss and then right to the elbow licking and in the beginning you're like what the hell is going on like this is their genital spot it just um, reminded me of the eye holes yeah scene
2: where they're like oh your eye holes and my eye holes like
1: i i think that is one
2: of the most uncomfortable scenes yeah i agree of yeah it's, not, and it's kind of like the same thing here but they do fly off and we do hear um hello yeah we hear a hello <laughs> in the background as uh summer and rick are flying off there is uh, we know there's a third person in the spaceship, but we don't find out who it is until a couple scenes later.
0: And he is schwasty, baby. Yeah. He oh, is
2: fucked yeah, up. He is done. Someone's like, Hey, are you
1: good to drive? Like,
2: oh no, yeah, I got it. <laughs> just a couple times <laughs> yeah,
1: it's it's two walls and then goes to the clock tower. It's all gonna be destroyed anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, but okay, so this is the part of the episode that confused me the most, which doesn't it didn't really make sense. I know a lot of the shit doesn't really make sense, but they're pretty consistent. This just was very inconsistent. Summoning so, both of them. Yeah. So the four kids are at some convention. They're they summon Planetina and
2: some convention. It's EcoCon, bro.
1: Oh, is that yeah, what it was? I do
2: not care about our planet. It's, <laughs> <I'm sorry. Eco-Con. laughs>
1: it's incredible. <laughs> um, so they're at EcoCon. Fuck yeah. I love the earth. And they summon Planetina, and I guess she was still in bed with Morty because morty gets summoned along with her just and completely spooning and they're all shocked they're the crowd is gasping they're like oh shit get that kid out of there they summon they not summon what's the opposite of summon banish they banish they expel yeah planetina out of there but this time morty doesn't go with her which i was like okay
2: yeah, now that you're saying that it is weird the physics behind that i don't really understand that
1: like anymore. why not the first time or why the first time and why not the second time yeah I, and i mean i know it's because eddie needed to get morty in a closet but like <laughs> i don't know it just seemed a little weird they're usually pretty good and not yeah usually that lazy at writing, holes, yeah. I, say.
0: I was more concerned with the fact that he truly looked like a little baby child on her he spooning,
1: like yeah in
2: position yeah
0: I'm like oh with the pedophilia <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> like when he first jumped in her arms and they flew away together she, she was holding him like like a like a baby yeah like straight yeah. up baby good for him though yeah him <laughs> yeah <laughs> they made a really quick joke after they took Morty away Eddie's like oh like I, I know how to handle this guy but to distract the crowd, they like, all right, who wants to buy these $50 Funko Pops? Which you have taken like shots at those because they are ridiculously overpriced? They really are. But I mean, they're cool. I fucking love them.
0: I have multiple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For my one birthday, three different people got me Lexa from the 100. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Just
2: three Lexa Funko My pops.
0: boyfriend, best friend, brother. And then the mm. next year, someone, two people got me the same Winona Earp
1: Funko no, I, Do you yeah. like make him kiss and stuff. I do. All, <laughs> <time>. <laughs> all right, so we're back at the second planet here with uh Summer and Rick, and Summer is just completely fucked up. She she's got has seen better days at this <laughs> point in time. Her eyes are two different shades of red. She has a
2: one's su- severely swollen.
1: Yeah, she's got a <laughs> ice skate on top of her head. Um she's got these insane pants on and hmm. she's got a joint up her nose. Some some yeah and she's just saying hey like you can't lock me down like these two dudes with three eyes wearing these yellow jumpsuits that just say piss across them (laughs)
2: they have tubes attached to their dicks that feed into their mouth so it's like what are they
1: what is that supposed to be okay so are they the piss guys (laughs) all right that makes sense Hmm. they like their own piss but basically summer's like you can't you can't tie this down i'm fucking out of here and she sees because somebody says oh there's two old people dancing over there And we see Daphne's still with Rick for some reason. And they're um, doing like the old school back up. few steps go forward, Hmm. touch feet, back up, doing like this whole routine. And Summer's all pissed. She's like, what the hell? Like you said, no getting attached. Rick is just saying like, hey, like nothing wrong with being in love.
2: So Hmm. I'm going to comment this now. What I was reading is that apparently this is a kind of sign, uh, a sign of Rick's jealousy of Morty that Morty is able to find love Mm. in planet Tina and now Rick's going out and like trying to find his own love I guess like because he this is like a fling he's like in love with this fling of his that he would never usually fall for he would usually just hit it and quit it but now he's kind of like and this kind of plays into that vulnerability we've been talking about the past couple episodes of him actually becoming more of like a family man rather than his old adventurous just fuck itself Mm -hmm. so I just thought that was interesting that here we get a little bit of jealousy where it's usually Morty jealous of Rick, but now Rick's kind of doing his own thing mm-hmm. to kind of smite Morty, I guess, in a sense.
1: Yeah, it's it's weird because the, man, I can't remember her name. The one chick who many... What? what? The one episode uh, where they go to Rick's ex-girlfriend and she's like a hive mind and she controls like a oh, million different people. Yeah. I want to say like unity yeah that's what I, I was gonna say multiplicity and i was like <laughs> that's way too long for her
2: name. that's good though. that could e- easily have been her name That's yeah, totally a Nick, that. rick and morty name right there
1: yeah like so we saw that rick loved her because like you know she was able to do all that shit for him but now like rick's falling for this well i guess she does have elbow titties
2: because he was saying like it. oh she's like because he was it's kind of the same thing you're right because he was saying about uh what's her name daphne here he was just like oh she'll do like anything i say like we'll do anything Nasty together things. yeah it's just like the same thing with unity and then like but like look how that ended like he gets bored of it eventually so but again the jealousy thing
1: jumping back to earth morty is in the closet he's getting interrogated by eddie i love this who who i honestly didn't know it was buscemi yeah i'm glad it was yeah. I, I the voice sounded familiar
2: yeah i
1: honestly thought it was a guy from seinfeld but um <laughs> It makes it so much better that it was Buscemi. And here Morty finds out that they just view Planetina as a source of money. They don't view her as a person. They just see her as something fiscal, basically. Yeah. And <laughs> he, the, Eddie is the keeper of the fire ring. So he sets fire to this moth. And he's like, hey, maybe Planetina won't like you too much if you don't look as pretty. And right as he's about to burn him, Morty somehow kicks him out kicks his legs out from underneath him, uses the burning mop to burn the rope tying his hands, and he's saying, oh, you want a piece of me, piece of shit? You want to go? And he starts beating the shit out of him, bites his fire ring finger off, and then uses it to burn him to a crisp.
2: I'm going to be honest. Morty, Summer, and Beth, when those three get angry... They could take on literally almost anyone in the world. I yeah. Think. Like yeah. if they if you trigger them in any way, like they'll kick some fucking ass. Like it's crazy.
1: I mean, episode one of this season. Like
2: you want to go Narnia?
1: Let's fucking
2: go. Yeah. Exactly. Like once you get once you cross that threshold of like them
1: getting pissed, it's you're not going to see the light of. Day. And it definitely didn't happen in the beginning. I feel like. No, I mean,
2: this is them becoming yeah Rick and Rick's. That's why it's funny because Rick is becoming more like them, while they are becoming more like Rick.
1: Yeah. Totally. Wow. <laughs> and as soon as he stole his first ring, I was like, "All right, I know where this, this is going. He's going to collect them all, and that's what we get." The next scene, there's a the three other of uh, Plantina's kids in like a board meeting. They're about to sell her off. To <laughs> it was funny they <laughs> they made it a point to say, "I do not represent one group of people. I am just a random person."
0: I loved that.
1: And uh, all of a sudden, who ordered pizza? <laughs> and like, nobody ordered pizza and fucking Morty in his murder pie outfit goes, it's a pizza for you it's a special <laughs> throws Eddie's head on the table I know there's cheekbones anywhere that's Eddie, <laughs> kill him and then you know all hell breaks loose thought it was an amazing fight scene yeah,
0: it was good probably my favorite scene in the episode him just fucking everyone up these and,
2: are always yeah. my favorite that scenes
1: I mean, we just said when he gets serious, man he can fuck anybody up, and
2: when he when he punches the girl in the mouth and then says air and her ha- head blows up like fucking insanity, <laughs> and then he's combining awesome. the elements next, like he then combines
1: fire and earth to
2: make magma and then cools them off so they could harden and get the ring. You know, it's fucking yeah, crazy. It was Levels cool.
1: I liked when that one guy, when he was shooting ice goes at Morty right off the bat, he goes cold water, cold water, <laughs> like he doesn't want to say ice.
2: Yeah, he doesn't say cold ice, water. He says cold water. I didn't even notice that. So, yeah,
1: they can finally be together now. Planetina and Morty or Plorty.
0: Cut to Jerry. (laughs) What a romantic story about our son killing a room full of people. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) What he'll do for love.
0: I'm glad they say that, though, because it's like, like, stay, stay aware, -aware, (laughs) self-aware. You know, I love when Rick and Morty does that. They're very self-aware.
1: So we're back in the spaceship and Rick, Daphne and Summer going to planet number three and Daphne comes up. Hey, got any water up here? It's getting kind of crazy back there. And Summer's completely fed up. She's telling Daphne Rick is going to ditch her as soon as the third planet hits or whatever, because they're just there to smash and pass. Hmm. And this is where she whips them out, her money makers, her blurred elbow titties. Yeah. And even when she whips them out, even Summer goes, whoa. So they must have been good.
0: She was like, Whoa. And she was like horrified almost yeah, by them. She said, yeah. like, Do you want me to put them away? He's like, Okay, only because you're Rick's granddaughter.
1: Wars have been fought over these ruined kings, inspired presidents, 100 songs, and nine national anthems that have been written about them. Best set of elbow tits in the galaxy. I'm so <laughs> glad you got that quote because yeah. I was
2: fully prepared to just dissect this episode so I could get it. <laughs> but that is so good
1: my favorite, and she's swinging them around too well, while she's saying all this that might have been one of the that might be that's a, that's one of my favorite lines so far this season to be honest it's so <laughs> random it's like
2: nine national anthems yeah. like what is that it's
1: so i'm gonna say it. i'm gonna call for an unblurred elbow titty I want to see what they look like. I, I was so curious to know what they were. Looking it was like. blurred, but it looked like two on each elbow. Still,
0: They you, looked like balls.
1: Yeah, it really up. did. I thought they were balls. I
0: wasn't sure what they were at first.
2: <laughs> if you go back and watch like the first planet, like the the guys that were sucking each other's elbows, like they were like they looked like balls. Yeah, I
1: thought, I, I thought it looked like a hole, like they were looking. Like,
2: yeah, holes. Whatever.
1: Elbow hole.
2: <laughs> <laughs> elbow. Whatever. But uh-huh. they go back to smashing, and then we go to the family at home with Rick. Uh, Jerry makes an appearance, our boy, and uh, Beth and Planetina. They're playing this ridiculous board game that I don't even un- be- I can't even begin to understand the
1: concept <laughs> of the game. But uh, oh, you don't know it, dude! You put all the food in his mouth, and then you get the the boxing glove on a spring, and then you hit him in the stomach he until vomits. he vomits <laughs> it all up again.
0: The actor who voices jerry looks like jerry yeah. have you seen him
1: yeah he's in um brooklyn 99 quite a bit and he's in yeah. archer he's is the voice for archer i feel like he's blowing up as a voice actor like over the past like few years
0: I, I mean rick and morty has done wonders for people i feel like i yeah. mean they have a lot of good sarah chalk as some or as um beth. beth and like all all of them are pretty big names
2: He's like the same
1: character, in suppressing Archie.
2: fire. Yeah, and he's that guy. He's the, he just plays the bitch role in like Fuck. all the shows. Well,
0: yeah. I'll tell you, I couldn't really. I don't know what it was about Solar Opposites, but it was throwing me off that I was like, "That's Rick."
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when yeah. they
0: share the voices between shows, like with Family Guy or whatever it is, it's like I can't separate it. Like you're yeah. just Rick. If I close my eyes, it's Rick.
1: Cyril Figgis, Cyril Figgis from Archer. Yes, that's what it was. But Kathleen, I totally like in Solar Opposites, he would have the same like sentence cadence and stutter like this this is ridiculous. Yeah. And it's like, dude, that's totally Rick. Uh huh. It, It totally does throw you off. So it's Planetina, Morty, Beth and Jerry and Morty and Planetina are telling Beth that they plan on moving in together now that they're free. Now that she's free and Beth is not about it at all. She's like, no, you're you're 14 and. I don't know what you are. You should probably leave. And, and this is where Morty storms out. <laughs> Something I didn't mention the first time. When Morty storms out, with the uh, because Beth won't give him money to go to the forest fire, he slams the door and then after a few seconds comes in and slams it like six more times. Hmm. Emily looked at me and goes, I used to do that as a kid.
0: <laughs> um, That's perfect.
1: So this one, they slam the door and Beth is like looking at the door waiting for him to come back and slam it a few times but he doesn't. And he runs away, jumps into Planetina's arms, and then they fly off.
2: I do love, though, that Jerry tries to get like, he only has literally half a line this episode, but he gets immediately cut off by shut up, Jerry. Yeah. Like, just no one gives him the time of day. So
0: this is like the really dramatic scene, right? He's sort mm-hmm. of, first of all, that Stormout was amazing. Like his freak out is pretty valid. Like the things he says about how nobody listens to him, everything he says is whatever. Like I I actually really loved that he had tears in his eyes. So I was like, mm-hmm. I'm "Almost going to be like great acting." Although like, it's a fucking cartoon. Um <laughs> but I love the song that's playing. It's a great song. It's really intense. It's called I just looked it up. someone
2: um, on the Reddit was like, "This is the only time I've ever had to like look up a song for the show because I love the song." It's so
0: called much. I am the Antichrist to you. <laughs>
2: Which makes sense. Yeah,
0: it's a great scene. I loved it. I was like, this is good. This song is amazing.
1: Yeah, it's weird because there's almost no jokes in the entire Morty storyline. Like totally from from after Morty splits from Rick from the opening scene. It's almost like there's there's very few jokes. And if not, it's it's not even Morty saying them. It's like Jerry in the background being a fucking idiot. Right. It's very weird.
2: Then we get the uh the montage of basically Planet Tina and Morty going around saving the world, well the Earth specifically, um, oh, yeah. the environment and all this stuff. And then eventually, like we can see the progression of him his love for her kind of dwindling with each scene. It seems like, and then when they get to this uh mine shaft apparently or something, this is where things start to get out of hand for the the couple.
1: Yeah, honestly, there was a few before that. There was two. So the first questionable one when she's like on the highway and she just goes and slashes every single car's tires and then lights up a sign that says walk mm-hmm. and morty's like thumbs up like i don't know i guess that was good next one she throws a molotov cocktail and burns down a congressman's house <laughs> he's like what the fuck are you doing and then yeah this one goes to the miners she tries to tell him to stop and these miners are like no like we're not gonna just quit our jobs she freaks out she's like can't you hear the planet screaming and she gets like she turns red like mad like i don't know if that's a thing mr planet does but she looked mad and she just murdered what did Morty say like 300 people yeah that day she ended up murdering like 300 people or something
2: like that but in that mine shaft alone was like um there's like oh i guess yeah she's going around she cuts the mine shafts people down and then goes around killing everyone else so yeah 300 people
0: i mean it's a classic villain origin story where you have this power you're trying to use it for good and then it goes way too far and you just end up fucking everything up too much power man
1: yeah literally i think like 45 seconds after morty had the line where he was talking to beth like you think every everything decision i make is stupid it's pretty good well yeah that was pretty stupid morty like (laughs) this person did suck He's looking at her, just destroying everybody. And you can tell he's pretty torn about what to do. Yeah, yeah pretty, yeah. pretty over her, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> but back to the third and final planet, Summer and Rick are just in this planet. I forget what it's called. They bring it up a few times, but basically giant orgy going on.
2: Planet Furcus nine.
1: Furcus nine. So the first two were all parties. This one's all orgy. And first line we get is I can't believe I'm banging my coworkers and I'm the boss (laughs) followed up by this gay sex with my dad is amazing. What was I thinking? Jesus Christ. It was so out of left field. I was (laughs) just
2: like, I wasn't like I was paying attention to the show, but then like that line came in and I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That
1: that one, that one was a little questionable (laughs) followed up by a guy going, Hey, like, Earth is about to be destroyed. This plant's about to be destroyed. Last chance to pee on me. <laughs> Anybody? Anybody? Summer's ready to go. He's telling Rick, yo, it's about to be destroyed. Let's get in the ship and go out of here. Ah, eh, in a little bit. Like, being being in love is, is pretty fun. Like, I'm going to stay here and do this.
0: I love saving a world just to spite somebody. Yeah. It's classic. Yeah,
1: they just, they're just they just not leaving So summer's, you know. You know what? Gets in the ship. Has to swim through bodies in that orgy to get to it. And then blows up the asteroid, you know, comes back down, you know, hey, you're welcome. You don't have to worry. You guys are saved. And she walks up to Rick and says, you know, okay, Daphne just was coming with you, just tagging along just to live. So now that she doesn't have to tag along, like she's going to stay here. And Rick's like, no, no, she's not. She's going to come with right, Daphne. She's like, wow. Goodbye. (laughs) Yeah. Rick is like, oh, you cold bitch. Hello, goodbye. <laughs> so yeah, that was
2: pretty good impersonation. That was there. pretty good. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> just ridiculous. Then we get them in the spaceship. Rick's very pissed at Summer, but Summer's just like <laughs> trying to make sense of it all. And then
1: right, right before they jump in the spaceship, all the people are like, "Hey, she's the one that destroyed the asteroid, and now we have to go to work tomorrow."
0: I'd be pissed too. <laughs> I'd be fucking mad. It's been a long yeah, week, and it's fuck, only been two days.
2: Yeah, fuck living and fuck work. Let me just
0: fuck man. living. <laughs> yeah.
1: But yeah, Dave, they're they're back on the ship, and Rick's a little upset with Summer, but he's saying, you know what, that was pretty Rick of you. So you know, I am proud in the end.
2: It literally was to literally save a planet to spite someone else. Like that's literally Rick's shit right there. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and yeah, there is pretty much no jokes for the rest of the episode after the. Now we got to go to work tomorrow line because I have that, that Rick and Summer reconciliation. And now it goes back to Morty, who's just breaking up with Planetina. And it's like serious note dead on for the rest of the episode. You know, they're texting. I don't know what you want me to say to you. All this other stuff. She, he realizes she's right outside. They talk a little bit and basically. He's saying you killed three hundred people. Like, what do you, what are you you do you expect me to do? But
2: in her mind too, she's making a fair argument in this in the fact that like, if I don't kill these people, like everyone's gonna die because the planet is literally dying currently. Like all the pollution and shit. So like, they just won't see eye to eye on this. T-
0: Kill the topic. few to save the many, baby. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's just like it's a phil- it's really a philosophical episode. When you get behind, like the like the pedophilia and like <laughs> well, not maybe that specifically, but like this whole <laughs> like, relationship, like is just the it's, incest. Yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> but then you also see the flowers too are now sad. If you, <laughs> yeah, if you didn't catch that. Like they're all wilted. Happy. Yeah, they're all wilted, and it's a sad.
1: And like a petal fell <laughs> like yeah, a from tear. Its
0: tear. Yeah,
1: tear. Yeah. But yeah, she has a line. I guess that is going into why people like it so much. Planetina's is like, those miners voted people in the office just so they could keep their jobs, even though they're killing the planet. So, like, I don't know. Were they trying to make, like, a political point here? Were they trying I to? Think so. I, really I think, think so, too.
0: Her, um, Earlier in the episode, she was wearing a Prop 6 shirt, mm-hmm. or against Prop the 6. It's like the rail, 6. yeah, the railroad. Like, I, I had to, like, read up on it because I didn't know what that was.
1: I did see that, and I thought somebody else is going to know, so I don't <laughs> have to look it up.
2: But yeah, Morty's uh, holding, Morty's crying in Beth's arms. Beth kind of, they share a moment a little bit, and then we get to the weird part. But I do want to say, do we think Planet is going to come back?
1: Yeah, I I literally wrote down, like, why is this writing so serious? Why would it end the episode like this unless it's teeing up for something else to come?
2: I think that's what it is. Like, it's not going to end, although... What was the ending of last episode? I feel like it was also kind of like
1: oh, uh, was they were in the ship and like oh, somebody killed the decoy family.
2: Oh right, right. <laughs> so it wasn't that serious, <laughs> but I think Planetina is going to come back. I'm not going to say I'm excited to have her back on the show,
0: <laughs> but like
2: she's definitely going to come back.
0: I don't know that she'll be a a main main part. Like I always like any callback. So as long as she's just like in and out. Each, I don't know.
2: Each episode, we've been introduced to a potential new side character that could come down later the road. So the first episode was Nimbus. Mr. Nimbus. Yeah. Second episode was uh, Mr. I Want to Be Hunted. And the third episode is Planetina. So we're gearing up for maybe a big battle royale of side characters. Who the fuck knows? Yeah, well, true. they
1: did say last episode, one of the the last decoy ricks said when Mr. Always Wants to Be Hunted comes in. Kills him. He says, Oh, like, who are you? Like, did we tee you up for something? Like, what's going on? So maybe they did actually tee him up. Mm. Maybe they teed up Mr. Nimbus. Maybe you're exactly right. Holy shit. Now that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Teeing up Nimbus, teeing up Mr. Always Want to Be Hunted and planetina Then, if you want to break
2: us down this final scene of total awkwardness. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Christ. So, the somebody from the third planet walks into his bakery shop talking to the owner, like, <laughs> Morning, morning, slow day. Is mom in the back? Mom's not talking to us anymore because we had sex. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Happy birthday, by the way. <laughs>
0: so insane. Like, so fucking insane.
2: So awkward. Just n- totally unnecessary. For yeah. I don't know why they had to include this, but yeah,
1: after says slow oh. day, he's like, oh, yeah, it's almost like people thought the world were going to end and yeah. we weren't going to be here tomorrow. Uh, mom in the back <laughs> it's so awkward yeah but, it sucks um <laughs>
2: overall i think we've expressed it enough yeah. just not a great episode um if we want to go in a circle I'll, with rating it out of 10 i'll start i'll give it a six and that even might be generous a so six out of 10 like a, i'll give it a 5.5 how about that 5.5 out of 10 and this is probably the lowest episode i've ever given any rick and morty episode
0: yeah i it was so funny because i Wanted to be on this episode before I watched it and then I watched it and I was like, I picked the worst one. Um, but it was still good. I liked it. I'll give it a five out of ten.
1: Yeah, I'm saying I'm right there, five out of ten, which is the lowest I'd ever I I would never imagine I would rate a Rick and Morty episode this low, but I mean it's just it wasn't there for me unless I was missing something crazy.
0: I would still rate this probably over another show, you know what I mean? But for a Rick and Morty, five out of ten. Sick.
2: I do want to say, though, I'm still looking forward to the rest of the season to see where it goes. We've had just so much buildup of like we've talked about it of, you know, Rick's wife or dead wife now. And um, this has always just been a theme of Rick and Morty where it's like the first couple episodes seem to be non plot heavy and just kind of introduce new characters and whatnot. And then the second half seems to kind of pick that up usually.
1: But I'm always excited for it. Yeah. I mean, always excited for the next episode. Yeah. That's going to do it for us, guys. If you like what you heard, we cover a lot of good stuff. The Boys, Loki, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Haunting of Hill House, The Magicians, a lot of really good TV. Follow us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Give us a follow on whatever social you may be on, or check us out at benchdowntv.com. You can leave a review, buy merch, or you can sign up for our brand new Patreon. Once again, we are TV, and thank you for listening.
2: Hello, goodbye.